Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am your host, Steve Bissell. I'm an author and mental health counselor. Are you curious about therapy? Do you feel there is a lot of mystery about therapy? Do you wonder what your therapist is doing and why? The goal of this podcast is to make therapy and psychology accessible to all by using real language and straight-to-the-point discussions. This podcast wants to remind you to take care of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. Therapy should not be intimidating. It should be a great way to better health. I will demystify what happens in counseling, discuss topics related to mental health, and discussions you can have with your therapist. I also want to introduce psychology in everyday life, as I feel most of our lives are enmeshed in psychology. I want to introduce the subtle and not-so-subtle ways psychology plays a factor in our lives. It will be my own mix of thoughts as well as special guests. So join me on this discovery of therapy and psychology. Hi, and welcome to episode 36 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. If you haven't listened to episode 35 yet with Kristen Nazaro, please do so. It was an amazing conversation, really uh, meant a lot to me. We've known each other for a while now, and it was a great conversation. But episode 36 is going to be a little bit of a more of a, my editorial of the last couple of years and where we're at as therapists. This is not a reflection of all therapists, just my own meandering thoughts. And that's why you listen to me anyway, right? So wanted to talk about the pandemic and how it's affected everyone, including therapists. And what I mean by that is this. So we're two years in and we've had a lot of hopes and I don't know if dreams the right word, but we've had a lot of things that have been shattered for different reasons, whether it's events in our life, people losing people in their lives, what have you. So COVID fatigue is a real thing. We're just being tired of being, you know, cooped up, being told to be careful, being scared, going back and forth from we're going to be safe, we're not going to be safe, variant number 27.72, and so on and so forth. So I think that the general population in general with COVID fatigue has been very, very present, and it just feels like it's not getting any better, and I think people are just exhausted. You know, what, what has happened in a good way is that this pandemic has lifted the stigma of mental health. I think that what I've seen in the last couple of years is a lot of people talking about the mental health, how this pandemic is affecting people's mental health, teenagers, adults, older adults, and how this plays a factor, which is awesome. I think that what the side effect is, is that we are getting more patients than usual. And while I am always happy to be full and will never be complaining about being full, I'm about, I think right now, if I did what I ideally would want versus how many people I see, I'm about at 140% capacity. And most therapists that I know, and there has been a study by the APA saying that we have uh, about a third of therapists taking more clients on than usual. And this is something that, you know, makes therapists stretch themselves. And we've certainly been able to handle it in the sense that we're there for other people. But also realize that therapists are not immune to a pandemic and we are going through it too. So in the New York Times, I think it was in September, somewhere in the fall anyway, talked about 40% of adults having an increase of anxiety and depressive symptoms since the beginning of the pandemic. And this has been affecting a lot of people. And think about all the crisis that that occurs with individuals, not only for adults, but especially parents who have to deal with stuff with their kids and being cooped up with their kids, being cooped up with their family. 
and what that affects a lot of people. While we love our loved ones, and I know I do, at times it can be very exhausting that my office is also the computer area as well as my gym and my laundry machine is right next to me. So it makes for a very complicated situation. And with the schools, I mean, I think that there's a lot of isolations that have been playing a huge factor for teenagers and kids in general. And recently in the last few months, a school near me in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, WPI has had, I think they're on number seven who has passed away. Three have been confirmed as suicides and the other ones haven't been talked about, but some of them might be medical. So I'm not going to say that they're all suicides, but at the end of the day, we have a lot of isolations that's been forced on us and we're not able to communicate. And that socialization is so important. We need to have that socialization. And this has caused a crisis. So when there is a crisis, for example, at a college, at a town or what have you, therapists who are already stretched out sometimes will go and stretch themselves out even more to be there for their community. And for me, this is something that I've been trying to do. But at the same time, I'm so exhausted that there's days I just don't have it in me. So something to think about as well in these situations and why I'm exhausted personally. In, I think last spring, there was a study that showed that 37% of the population, the U.S. population lives in a mental health shortage area, which basically is a little more than the third of the country. And what the other thing that you got to think about with that is that it's a shortage of providers that's without the higher demand that's occurred in the last two years. And then I think it's something like a third of counties in the country have no psychiatrists available, zero, like a, th- like a third of the counties. And so that's really, really bad. And I don't know exactly the stat, but you get the idea that it's really hard. And for me, I know I've been getting a lot more phone calls and that's a great thing. That means people appreciate my work. And I can't tell you how much I do appreciate that. And certainly a lot of my Clients have said, oh, my friend, oh, my neighbor, or someone at school, or what have you, needs more support, which is something that tells me about the good work I'm doing with them. And that means the world to me, and it will always mean the world to me. So I can't stress that enough. But at the same time, at one point, when the pandemic started, I had a wait list of maybe two or three people, and I wasn't ever able to get to the wait list because I kept getting call after call after call. So last September, I had 22 people on my wait list and I just gave up because I could never catch up. I I like to work with my first responders. I like to work with medical staff, corrections, and the military. Those are my things that I've done for years. And not only were they on the wait list, but they had you know other people who were in the wait list that needed the support. And I, as of January 2022, I stopped answering my phone. And what I mean by that is this. So I would get take my phone calls and it, I always try to return the phone calls, but it would be people who are telling me how desperately they need help. They can't find a therapist. Their son, daughter, cousin, uncle themselves are going through a lot of difficulties and they need support. And, you know, it, it would, you could hear them crying in the, back, in the background. You could hear the despair in their voice. And it broke my heart every single time that I couldn't just take them on. When you have 140% capacity, I need to think about my own mental health. And again, I'm going through a pandemic. So if this is something that's too personal to you, well, you chose to listen to this podcast, you can always stop listening to it. But I wanted to share how difficult it is for me too, because I don't want to say no to people. That's never been the job I've been going into. 
I want to work in mental health. I've, I've always wanted to do mental health since age 16 or so. I want to help people, but here, there's so much suffering that you can hear before you start suffering yourself. And when you're already at 140% capacity and you have all those clients that you're trying to also make happy, it is so difficult for you. So I, I got to tell you, for me, it's been just like, I'm not doing a wait list. I'm not answering phone calls because it's too hard for me. And not for my regular clients who are already in the system. It's for new clients because it's just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. It just breaks my heart. And one of the things that you've seen right now is there's a lot of therapists that have decided to stop taking insurances. Why? Well, insurances, and yes, please send it to all insurance companies I'm affiliated with. Many of these insurance companies have not given us an increase in living expenses in the last year. So inflation rate was up 7%. We have not received that, number one. Number two, we have been asked to put on more and more clients on a caseload for less pay. And number three, there's a lot of insurance companies that I'm going to save the names here, but they just don't pay us even close to what the work we've done. You know, it's interesting how right now with all the work that we're doing because of the extra need, you know, a lawyer will pay, you'll have to pay quarter, you know, even for 15 minutes if they write a letter for you. We're not allowed to do that necessarily from, from an insurance company's perspective. That's included in our price. And we definitely don't get paid hourly what we get paid, what lawyers get paid. And you got to understand, I'm not crying poverty. I'm just crying for decent living wage that just doesn't burn out. While we are going through a pandemic, we are handling people's mental health needs at a higher capacity for a third of us. And there's limited respect from insurance companies in regards to that. So, you know, the other thing, too, that you got to realize is that, you know, we have heavy caseloads, as I talked about, and sometimes the hours are a little irregular. I get calls on Mondays and I got to be careful. I set those boundaries, you know, when I'm not at work on Monday morning, for example, or Tuesdays or times that I'm not at work, but you still have to respond because there might be an emergency or things like that. I've had calls on Sundays. I've had calls on Saturdays. And this has been just, you know, not because people are mean, but because they need the help. The bureaucracy of the work has just become very, very tedious. In on January 1st, we got thrown into this, not even sure that it's for us, but we need to make sure we cover our legal asses that we're going to under the No Surprise Act. And truth in billing. So basically how much we charge if someone doesn't have any insurance. And I'm sure it's because somewhere, somehow, some other medical provider could be a therapist, but maybe another medical provider sent out a bill without telling people the truth in pricing prior to it. And therefore now we have to all pay the price and add bureaucracy to our work. Not only that, we have to also fill out our notes every week and we got to set goals and stuff like that. And when you have an increased caseload, that just creates a lot of compassion fatigue. I remember a long time ago, I had trouble taking vacation. A lot of people can attest to that, that knew me then. And I got better at taking vacation. And one of my indicators is if someone showed up for their appointment and it's never personal, if they show up for their appointment, I go, oh, crap, they're here. That's probably means I got to go for vacation. It was every two months, three months, depending on, you know, how I'm feeling, the weather outside, time with my kids, uh, because I want to spend time with my kids, stuff like that. But recently, like I've been going four weeks and sometimes four weeks with a couple of days off within that. And then I go, oh, I need another vacation. And it goes quickly. And I think compassion fatigue and just fatigue for therapists is very real. 
I know that some of you will say, well, Steve, do more self-care. And I'm looking at you, my therapist, my business coach. And if you're listening to this, I'm, I know, I know, I know. And what I mean by I know is that I practice it the best I can, but there are demands in life that I have to meet. And being able to do all that sometimes just creates a lot of fatigue. So just wanted to mention how difficult it can even be to have self-care if you have so much compassion fatigue and fatigue in general, because you know I'm not just a therapist. I'm like 400 other roles, just like everyone else. And I want to be able to fulfill some of those roles, but it just gets too exhausting to handle. So I want to make sure to tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm just exhausted and I can't talk for other therapists, but I know some of you are. And I just am at one point, I'm just going to give up on insurance companies who make everyone pay out of pocket and not deal with that bureaucracy. But this is, you know, this is raw Steve you're hearing right now. I was trying to be careful. So hopefully I was, I think I only swore once in this podcast, but at the end of the day, I think I'm not the only one who's tired. And you got to understand that this has nothing to do with my clientele and not wanting to help people because I love my clientele. I love my current clients. I love the work I do, but I'm allowed to be exhausted and I wanted to put it out there. Episode 37 will be a review of the whole season. Yeah, season three is already over. Uh, so I'm going to do that on episode 37. I hope you listen to it because I always feel like I throw in a couple of tidbits in there that are helpful. So please give it a listen uh, next time. And thank you. Please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast on your favorite platform. A glowing review is always helpful. And as a reminder, this podcast is for information, educational, and entertainment purposes. If you're struggling with a mental health or substance abuse issue, please reach out to a professional counselor or therapist for consultation.